Welcome to Unorthodox Perspectives with your host, Luke Burrows. I think like your mission, your vision, your purpose, your passion, it's all, it's all interlinked. And Leroy Mabonga. Discipline is the best step to control. Guys, what's going on? Welcome to episode five of Unorthodox Perspectives with myself and Leroy. Leroy, how are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. How's everybody doing? Um, hope your week was good. Um, but yeah, I'm doing good. That's awesome. How are you doing? I'm I'm doing good. Obviously, we were just talking before we uh we went live around. You had quite a busy week and busy weekend last weekend. Um, how about you? You know, tell tell the audience some of the things you got to. No, um, well, I went up to a little town called Lux in Scotland, and it was really lovely. You know, it was um, it's like a little retirement town, so you know, there's not much going on, but. The scenery, oh, it was it was breathtaking. Yeah, I think that was like my second time in Scotland. The first time I was in Inverness, but um, and which was quite further up north. But this was just off Glasgow, so it was really nice. Uh, you know, just getting away. Uh, it was a business trip, but you know, managed to bring my son along, and which was quite good. You know what I mean? So yeah, it was a win-win. Yeah, and and how long did that trip take you? Uh, it was just over. Well, Two, 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 three nights. Yeah, so I came back uh, Tuesday. Yeah, when all the weekend, but yeah, it was good. Nice. But uh, so, how long? Like, did you travel up by car? How long did it take you? To yeah, I went by car. Oh, the drive. Oh, <laughs> oh, the drive on the A seventy three. Is it? I think. Okay. Oh man, when you pass through Cumbria, the mm. the, the mountain scenery is just epic. You know, like it's mm. it, the road in itself. But it was it was about five hours, five hours in total. Yeah, it was a good drive. That's good, man. Is that something? So, do you like driving? Look, <laughs> nah, man. You know what? I've always liked driving, but I think now it's it's more of like yeah, it's for necessity, you know. But I used to yeah. drive quite a lot. Like I I do enjoy driving. And I think when I went driving, you know what? I actually had an idea now that you remind me of that. Like, um, I had an idea. I thought, you know what? I wouldn't mind having like a, a channel where I'm, I'm just driving and taking videos and just, you know, going down, listening to some songs because, you know, I, I like driving, you know, so music is something that I always want to have. So, yeah, it's it's something that's that's always been nice because you, you see a lot. But yeah. you know what? One thing I realized is that I'd rather be a passenger, man, because you see a lot, you know. <laughs> you see so much more than when you're driving. But yeah. nah, it's always good. Like it's, I always find that when I'm driving, like you, you, you can almost go into a meditative state, you know. Mm. And uh, you know, depending because you realize once you become an experienced driver, you become so automated within the driving thing that you have ever had a window where you're driving or you're talking to someone for five minutes and then you think, whoa, you know, I've been, if, if they were to ask you, do you remember what you did past? You wouldn't remember because you're so immersed in what you're talking about or whatever you're doing. So it's, it's, yeah, you always have to find ways to, you know, enjoy everything you do, man. Enjoy yourself. Yeah. I mean, for me, um, so, so just on, on that point, 
so that that pretty much means you are consciously or unconsciously competent at driving ultimately so, so there's kind of like the the i think there's like four different levels um mm-hmm. i actually was talking about this to someone the other day so you, so you have unconsciously competent where you just do something and um and so an example that i a book that i was reading was like if you ever drive home from work and you get home or get to work and it's like how did i end up here <laughs> type of thing and so because you're just like so um kind of competent doing it that you don't necessarily remember the trip right um, and then you have consciously competent and then um i think there's two other kind of le- levels um that i can't remember uh let me think real quick um unconsciously incompetent maybe is one and then and then another one but but um basically it's kind of like that thing right where you're where you repeat something can you do something so much it then just like becomes i suppose like a part of like who you are but like you know with like your neural pathways and things in the brain and everything um you just kind of do it without realizing you're doing it so um completely off topic what we're going to be talking about today but i you know just kind of like but you know what you might not as, as you were saying uh as you were saying that it might be off topic thinking about the topic i was just thinking you know what the way you've just conveyed this like you know and you're starting to talk about those four states um you think like that unconscious competence and incompetent and i don't know what's the other two um, um I'll, I'll see if i can find it real quick yeah um, man like find it up man kind um, <laughs> of real quick yeah but as i'll just uh, i'll just um say for the audience like if you think of those four um states you know unconscious competence or you know uh, unconscious um incompetence whenever you're driving is luke saying like you are unconsciously competent of the of the skill of driving based on your repetitions of that skill you have mastered it to a point where it becomes an automated state where you are conscious of it but you don't need you you don't need to be consciously like trying to switch from gear to one as you did when you first you know sit in a car you know what i mean yeah so yeah so i found it so <clears throat> the so the, the the highest kind of level is un, unconsciously competent so like you said like, like we're saying you can do something without really like knowing like you're doing it um so an example like here before if you like drive to work or something and then you're like well how do i end, end up here you know and then you have um consciously competent uh consciously incompetent and then unconsciously incompetent um let me find so the top level is kind of yeah, those i'm gonna get an article is it an article that we can find somewhere yeah i mean i'm just i've just kind of bought up like this like triangle thing i don't know if the listeners can see that. okay yeah, yeah i can see but not clearly okay yeah, yeah. um i don't know no yeah. <laughs> i can see the triangle yeah yeah so so you so like obviously the, the one at the top is like the highest kind of like level um, so what's the levels again so uh the top one is unconscious competence so you kind of do something you know without like kind of, i suppose like realizing you're doing it because you've had that had that practice you know um and then conscious competence so you're kind of nearly there um and then conscious incompetence 
and then unconscious incompetence. So I suppose like the unconscious incompetence is you're kind of starting from like basic, you know, you have like no knowledge. So, so that one, you have no knowledge, but you don't even realize you have no knowledge on the thing. All right. Um, and then I think the next level is kind of you're aware that you don't have a knowledge on specific thing. Um, and then the next level up is you're starting to develop that knowledge. And then the top one, the unconscious competence is around, you, you know, you're now um, kind of at that, I don't want to use the word expert, but kind of, you know, you're kind of at that level where, where you know it just kind of kind of comes second nature to you ultimately um, but, but i think like like maybe we can tie into into what we were going to talk about in i had a, um gone yeah yeah like in tying it with what i was thinking like i had an article i wrote on faith health and wealth blog um about last year end of last year and it was on the topic called the four capacities right so today if we go back to the topic of today, um, we're talking about self-love, right? And that saying no is not selfishness, right? But you're actually caring for yourself because you're, you're, you're loving yourself first before you're loving anyone else. Now, these four capacities I spoke of um, were the spiritual capacity, the intellectual capacity, mm. the physical capacity and the emotional capacity i i i was on a i i i had them from a webinar i attended or from bob glazer around that time so it's actually um i actually just um you know had my own thoughts on his book the book in itself let me see if i can find it um the book in itself was we would go into more depth over those four capacities right but when i spoke of them and just tried to sort of like elaborate on them was that when you think about those four right those four capacities your spiritual capacity your intellectual capacity your physical capacity and your emotional capacity right those four are who you are right they make up you in totality right now your spiritual capacity is where you find your goals the, the deep like you know desires you have that sense of purpose you may feel right and then you find that the intellectual capacity is you know that ability you have now to learn to grow to change you know to, to if you so wish you know what i mean mm -hmm. and then your 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 physical capacity is staying healthy, you know, eating healthy, you know, taking care of yourself, you know, being, you know, social, you know, all that. And your emotional side of uh, capacity is that that's your way of interacting with the world. Mm. You know, you react based on your emotions and you also connect on your emotions with other people. Now, if you think of those four um, uh, states of competence, right, from unconscious, like, to awareness, but awareness of an un unconsciousness, you know, mm. of your incompetence, right? And then you realize that you become what? What's the second level again? Uh, so let me bring it up. Um, so you have unconscious incompetence, conscious yes. incompetence. So you're a bit more aware of your incompetence of doing something. 
um, and then conscious competence. So you like know how to do something and you're aware of, of that. And then the highest one again is, you know, kind of uh, unconscious, yeah, unconscious competence, which you can do something and it's like come second nature to you ultimately. Right. So you think of those four states, right? Oh my days. This is like, this is what I love. Like just, <laughs> my mind is going. <laughs> but it's like, for me, I find it like hearing what you've just taught me about these four states of competence. It's like a yeah. piece to a puzzle that I may have spoken of. Then those four capacities. Mm -hmm. Now you have to realize that you are continually growing them, right? When we go back to the topic of today, it's about self-love. It's about when when you say no, it's not selfishness, it's taking care of self, right? Self-love. In your self-loving self, like in your self-loving nature, when you turn away from something, you are not trying to, you know, um, harm somebody or, you know, do it in any way to, you know, offend anyone. You are just realizing what you have prioritized to be something that keeps you at a point of balance, right? Okay. Now, when you take those four capacities, your spiritual state, which is your desires, your purpose, that when you work on it, when you increase it, right? When you take your intellectual capacity and you work on it, right? And you increase it as well, right? And you take your physical capacity, you go to the gym, you do whatever you need, you increase it, right? And then you, the, the one part we always struggle with is, is the emotional part. Because the same things like that, the difficult things, like have, doing the difficult things, like the difficult conversations with people, those are the ones that really build your emotional capacity to handle certain things and to react in a better way, right? Now, if you take these four capacities and you use the four states of competence and incompetence, right? you can be able to you will be able to now sort of gauge how well you are within um alignment with yourself right alignment within what what you feel like keeps you at a place of balance like what i um summarized those four capacity on that uh, blog if i spoke more on it was that they are interchangeable they work together do you know what i mean at some point you you will be in a situation where your purpose or your desires or you know you are questioned your spirit your spiritual like sense of self is questioned you know and it's when your emotional state of being is at a certain level it's not they're not always gonna be at a level but in those different levels you see how now you interact and you respond and react to certain things and act in a certain way based on how those cap capacities are, are leveled up in a way. Do you know what I mean? If you have a sense of who you are, of what you want and how to go about it, you will intellectually learn what you need to be at a skilled level to accomplish that. And you will physically gear yourself up to be ready for the length of that journey, how long or short it may be. And emotionally, you will always know how to discipline yourself in order to stay true to the spiritual purpose that you have set already right so now it's interchangeable right mm -hmm. your ability to now realize when you are spiritually unconscious of who you are what you want 
of what it is that you may want to do in this life, you are able to now bring yourself into a state of what? Being consciously incompetent, consciously knowing that you haven't pinpointed that, which will help you to be more competent in your life, right? Which <clears throat> gives you a, the drive to now push yourself forward and you are now consciously what? Trying to be competent, right? Trying to, to align yourself with what it is that you truly, like think about uh, Justin, we we had last week, you know. Yeah, yeah I just he was mentioning. Yeah, you know, he was in a totally different field, <laughs> but through that, like you know, tackling those four states, he may not have known it, but he may have known that he's going through those phases. But having an idea, you know, knowledge of them, it gives you a, a different, you know, look at things because when you now become unconsciously competent now. His spirit is fulfilled. He's a joy. He's at peace. He's just doing what he loves. He's doing it every day. You saw him that day. He came on here. He was <laughs> he had life, you know. But he sounds like he had already been doing the most since the morning. Yeah. So it 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 now gives him so much strength and more energy, you know. And when we, I, I don't wanna. If you apply that same principle with the intellectual and the you know physical and the emotional, you see that these four states you know it, it's you you're right we 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 are constantly moving you know between our spiritual things our intellectual things our emotional things our physical things but in that state of knowledge of where we stand we are able to analyze ourselves and prepare ourselves to be in a better state to always align yourself to always know that when you say no to something you're not saying no because it's to hurt that person. No, you're prioritizing maybe to be at a point where you are consciously competent with your own things. Because right now, maybe you may be consciously incompetent. You know, so your your node is saying, no, I want to stay on track to get to myself to be at a point of unconscious competence with this thing. That's why you now find people like, you know, Jeff Bezos, you know, people from Apple, people from any big person who has their thing, uh, Bill Gates, why is it that these people can do so much with the same 24 hours that we all have? You know, you cannot get up and run a multi-million dollar business right now where you stand because it takes a lot of your own spiritual, emotional, intellectual, and physical aspect of your being. And being unconsciously competent of those things gives you a very much more um like you have more to do with life because you are so much more as yourself but yeah. i'll stop i'll stop it makes sense <laughs> yeah. Man, it, makes, I mean, it makes sense and you know i kind of kind of came into this podcast uh, with like a bunch of whole thoughts of my own um but obviously just you know just kind of taking it from that route you it, it makes sense you know and i think i think the thing about like the competence thing for me it's like that level of awareness as well you know from being like unconsciously um unconsciously incompetent and so you have like no real awareness there and kind of moving through the different levels and i think it's the same with what we were um originally going to talk about but also linking into this in terms of like self-love and everything as well it's about having that awareness of okay I need to look after myself 
so then I can serve other people. And I think that was the biggest thing, it, you know, it links completely into last week's episode with Justin as well, because he, he basically shared that, right? That self-love is not selfishness. And actually I kind of see it as, I kind of see it as um, like the whole self-love thing is you're kind of getting your own house in order to then go out there and serve other people. And I think what tends to happen so often is that people don't do that because you know for you know you know for so many other different reasons. And I think it happens on different levels, you know. I think it happens on like that personal level. And you know, this is an orthodox perspective, so this might sound to people like very kind of out there and unconventional, what I'm about to say, but also in terms of like bigger than just personally, right? I think one thing that I've kind of noticed is also with kind of countries as well like i'm going kind of way out there leroy so bear with me because i think even kind of on that huge bigger scale you may have seen it like we all want to like help other people without getting our own house in order so, so an example would be like let's just say a country wants to bring so many you know um other people like into their country you, you know um for whatever reason but they don't have their own they're not even looking after like their people if this makes sense you know now i'm not you know for or against kind of um you know like i'm not a political guy i couldn't give a fuck about politics like really really don't care um i'm just like focusing on my own thing but it's just something like i've noticed that we have to be able to look after ourselves, you know and get ourselves to that state to build out our own house ultimately so then we're going out there and serving other people because because like if we don't then what then what tends to happen you know like we could like let's just say build the house kind of halfway up but and then go out there and serve other people but then our house kind of fall down you know because we haven't built that strong structure almost to then serve other people with so i mean i gave a bad example with like the whole country thing but um no, 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 man. You know what? Like, don't, don't, yeah. don't, don't stop yourself, man. Like, let's talk. Let's talk. Be real with me, man. You know, because, again, like, I'm not a political guy, but, like, I think, obviously, um, kind of like immigration and everything, like, you have the good and the bad, you know? I think one thing that I've kind of seen, and, you know, this is just one person's perspective, <laughs> is that kind of, like, having maybe, like, that open doors where, like, everyone can maybe come into... A country puts pressure on you know like that country's services you know or puts just pressure on that country in, in itself and so then they're not necessarily in a position to actually look after their own type mm. of thing because they kind of have, have like that open door kind of policy you know mm. again i'm not political i couldn't give, give a care about politics but it's just something like i've seen like it's the same many different things within life that mm. that um I kind of like see it as on different levels you know so you kind of have like the personal level like ourselves right so in our own lives but then i think it's just something I've, I've kind of been aware to is then things are like um replicated on different levels if that makes sense and i think that is just one kind of example of that that then to build like to like build our own house type of thing so mm -hmm. then we can then go out and serve other people. And it goes back to what Justin was saying last week. It's, it's not building our own house to be 
selfish. Like some people might do that and then that could be going down more of the path of selfishness. You know, it's building that house. So then you're in that position to go out there and serve other people, you know? So a lot there, but I don't know your thoughts on that. You know, like I, I was following, man. I was following. <laughs> like, uh, you're right. You're right. You know, in, in the way that, let me just try and clarify in my understanding what yeah. you've said yeah. is that, you know, if you look at a house, right? Like you said, you owe yourself, you are your own house, right? You're the last person who shuts down, who, who shuts down the power before you go to bed, right? And in taking care of your house, if you live by yourself or you have your own house, your own room, right? How can I invite somebody into my room when I know it's messy? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. How can I be able to accommodate somebody and actually give them a place to rest if I know I'm my 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 plates are dirty or my things are mm-hmm. dirty? You know what I mean? How can I give them somewhere to lie down if my sheets are not well? You know, when we like you said, there are many different. You can look at that analogy in the many different levels. Like you also mentioned, in a bigger scale, we can look at it at that migration level, you know, we do have people coming from one country to the next, you know, and there are countries, you know, they're in tatters, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But there are other countries that are better and you're going out there to serve in those countries, right? Yeah. When your country, it's, it needs serving in itself. It needs service, you know? <clears throat> it's like your own house, right? I'm not a political person myself, you know, <laughs> I to steer away from that, you know. But I'm 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 a forward thinker, you know. I want you to, to think of a way forward of how can we then like move forward, you know what I mean? Like and you are right, like there are so many houses, you know, it's a this is the thing, whatever has happened to, to us individually is happening to us collectively. Do you know what I mean? Because we are many of us are not in order within ourselves. We find us, our, even our environments, our immediate environments is not in order sometimes. And we find that our world outside that door is not in order as well in our eyes, right? And the world in everything else, it's just, it's in shambles, right? So how do we clean up? How do you, how, ah, man, I mean, now you're putting this, it's supposed to be about personal, you know? Now you're really putting it in a deeper way because if it's about self-love, there's a song uh, um, I had once, I think I mentioned it to you, like that if you if you want to change the world, change the man in the mirror, mm-hmm. right? You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, if you want to change the world, change the man in the mirror. And going back to what you said now, in us, like, yes, there's so much. I'm not disregarding anything, anybody who has gone through what history has told us, you know what I mean? I'm not here to talk about what has happened or whatever, no. We all know what has happened, right? But in us being here today and being where we are today, as unorthodox as it is, as you said, this is the unorthodox perspectives, you know what I mean? And, you know, we, we have to look at it in an unorthodox way. What is the possibility of having a better world if we now not drastically did it, but started to be unconsciously 
unconsciously um, in, uh, aware of our unconscious incompetence from our own homes. Do you know what I mean? From our own beings in here, you know, within yourself, because that's the man you're looking in the mirror. Forget the world outside the door. Shut the door. Lock it down. You know, lock yourself in. You know, and look at the man in the mirror and start at that point where where are you unconsciously incompetent? You know, and when we begin from that, like we 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 are working within ourselves, and you realize that. Those are the ripples. The world, outer world, are the ripples of what we, the, the, the stones we throw in the in the sea. You know what I mean? We are the stone and how we impact that sea is how many ripples we have in the world. Hence why Bill Gates has got so much ripple uh, effect when he says something, you know, uh, Donald Trump, you know, anybody who has any influence has that ripple effect because they have looked in the mirror and said, I want to change the world to suit my vision that I have, my perspective that I have of myself. The world is we is, is this, it, it's, it's our perspective. Mm. And the change that happens, it does not necessarily mean you are going to force anybody at gunpoint to do exactly how you want the world to be. But in us expressing ourself in a way that does not harm somebody, it's not trying to, you know, impose in anybody's, you know, way. But yeah, I think that's really important. You know what I mean? Like you are trying to actually, you know, uh, enrich that person's way. You know, it's like somebody passing through your house and you're seeing they are tired, they are thirsty, you know, you offer them something that will enrich their journey forward. A glass of water will have them live for another four days, you know. So it's, it's very important to first take care of ourselves. You know, like that analogy, like I said last week, of having a saucer and a, a cup on a saucer and you being the cup, fill yourself in first. If we now look at it at a bigger scale, like you mentioned, I mean, think about, yes, you've come, you've served, and you've you've come to be at a point where you are competently, you know, um, un unconsciously competent of certain things or skills that you have within yourself. Maybe you now have that feel and that love for, what back home we always if you're an immigrant i'm an immigrant i'm coming from africa you know i say back home i always thought about back home back home oh my days back home ah the food nah back home but, like, but <laughs> you know what i mean back home so why are you not home you know what i mean but that's something where now you realize that through what you say you love through what you say you may desire back home whatever it is and you looking at it and thinking it's so messed up, okay, who then is going to clean it up? Because if we are all walking past it and looking aside and say somebody else will do it, somebody else will do it, somebody else will do it, which good Samaritan is the one who's going to come up then and say, okay, let me pick up these bricks and put them on this side. Let me see what I'm working with. Let me see what I can do. Let me see from my capacity, from the pool of influence I have, what can I do? to make a change, to make a difference for this place I may call home. It may not be necessarily right now, right now, but like you said, it's beginning within yourself. And within yourself, you realize the spiritual desires, purpose, and whatever not. You don't even know. Maybe everything that you may spiritually want may align you into a point where you end up somewhere where you're actually helping back home, you know. Mm helping you know you help the people in your environment you help the people you know you you now do more because you have solved the home that you call yourself 
yeah. you know in your in you turning people away you're not closing the door on people so that you can be helpful to them no it's because you're cleaning the house so it's okay you know it's it's you you're taking care of yourself there's nothing wrong with ever taking care of yourself and i think that's the thing that we have been led to to think that you should yeah. always think about other people before yourself but yeah. in moderation yeah. you know i think there's two quite it's kind of um there's definitely one quote that I like that's about this and I think you've kind of touched upon it is so when you say yes to somebody else make sure you're not saying no to yourself I don't know if you've ever heard that um yeah. but I think in a way that kind of captures it like self-love and self-worth and self-care and everything you know like I think people go you know go around in life and that and they're consciously saying yes to other people like yes I'll do this yes I'll do that yes 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 when they're saying no to themselves, you know, and then they wonder why after so many constant yeses, they're burnt out, they're tired, they're this, they're that, you know, it's because they haven't took that time to practice that self-love. I'm not sure if like self-love is the most kind of best word to kind of use. I, I don't know. I, I think that there's, there could be like a stigma maybe attached to it. Um, I don't know if you, if you feel that Leroy, but it's yeah. just ultimately like looking after yourself right yeah i think the word in itself is just self-love <laughs> you know like <laughs> maybe maybe like more for guys you know because like, I, I don't know but um i think How like, the word appreciation mm, yeah, yeah yeah um appreciation you just appreciate yourself appreciate the fact that you exist because we hardly yeah. ever Sometimes we're asked to appreciate somebody else's existence because of the role they have in our lives. Like we go back yeah, on yeah. episode one or two or something. But it's yeah. appreciate yourself, you know, self-love. Call it what you may, but it's just looking at yourself as worthy to stand where you stand. Think what you think, you know, yeah. feel what you feel, you know, and not judge yourself because you feel like you'll be judged by somebody. No, just feel worthy to be where you are. And you start from there, man. Hundred percent. I mean, another thing, kind of, we, we, like, so what we're saying ultimately is yes, serve others, because serving others and giving to others, and um, you know, multiple personal development books that I read, and just like doing it myself, you know, like at Christmas, I, I'm, I much prefer to give presents than receive them, you know, like just that kind of feeling and everything can, in that. So like, I love to give to others. I love to serve others, but I think. It's then also having like that that balance in that self-level, that self-care or like whatever you want to call it, time as well to not serve from the empty cup. And that's a huge kind of principle we have at Grow Together. Um, and also like myself, you know, it's like serve others, but not from a place of like an empty cup. And that's why I loved the, the example. I mean, you shared it here as well, but you shared last week with, uh, with Justin was, you know, with the cup and the saucer thing, you know, it's like, if you know if the cup is you're you're the cup if the cup is empty you have nothing to give you know and so that's why i really loved you know that example again again last week um because it could really played into like that principle that we have you know of like serve others you know because it's one of the best things that you can do in life you know serve others provide that value give to others, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That's not what, you know, we're not saying don't do that because that sometimes and often is the meaning of life, you know, of like giving and serving to others is where people's passions are, are, you know, just from like thinking about it, 
where people's passions are kind of come from. Like how many people have you met, Lee, where I was like, I, my passion is love helping people with this or love helping people with this or love doing this, you know, like, especially with more of kind of like the coaching scene. I don't know how kind of, kind of aware or thing, you know, you've been to that, but I've, I know loads of kind of coaches and things like within personal growth, within personal development, within, you know, even entrepreneurship. And one of the, the passions that always comes out is helping supporting motivating inspiring others you know and so that's giving to others that's helping others etc so like we're not saying don't do that what we are saying is to do that from a place of where you yeah yeah exactly where you are kind of full where you know where you um are you know you're just coming from that place of of self-love and self-care ultimately you know um where, where you are for where where you can kind of give that time and that energy and and then recharge you know and then recharge and kind of go again um and just ultimately like build your own house type of thing before kind of going out there and, and serving to others i mean another example I, I would i would give is like when i was um kind of at the, the low point with like anxiety and like depression and everything like there was no way like i could have then started to give to others because of myself like I wasn't in that place to be able to do it you know I then also think you have like the other side where people kind of wait and wait and wait and wait until they have like the perfect situation mm-hmm. to in order to be able to share their message or to go out there and help other people and I don't even don't even think like that works as well like my life right now is not perfect <laughs> you know like we all have challenges we all have kind of you know things going on but I, I'm not where I was you know, and so I think you kind of get to that certain like level ultimately where mm. now you've kind of got things in order a bit. And I think it's kind of, it fluctuates, right? And so then like that level of self-awareness comes it comes into play. And, and maybe even what we were talking about before in terms of like the, the awareness, like the competence of kind of on that, you, you know, of like your own, your own self. Um, because, you know, there could be some days where I maybe dip a bit. And so those days, like, maybe I say no a few more times to other people and say yes to myself, like, more, um, and just things like that, if that makes sense. So I think, like, with the whole kind of self-love thing as well, like, it just comes and goes. And so it's about developing that self-awareness so you know, okay, today I need to take a little, a little bit more of a recharge, you know, maybe finish work an hour earlier, and do something fun or something to then be in that place where I can serve other people the best ultimately from from what you said what I get is that when we tie it back to how we started like you think Mm. your capacities you know and your competence you know they're tying together because and how you then handle those situations, like you say, like coming from a point where you would not have been able to share anything because of the mind state you were in, mm. you know, you were not in a view of what your purpose may be or what you may want to do. And you just were not up for it. Do you know what I mean? Physically, you wouldn't have been able to do all the things that you may have, you may need to do to do that. And emotionally, you just were not handling it very well. Mm. So in your progression, like you said, like, you know, you become aware. I think 
one thing, one point I get from what you said is that awareness, you know, yeah. you know, if I can sum up this episode, it's awareness of self. But I'd say awareness because mm. think of the driving example we began the episode on. Like you are aware, your body, you're subconsciously aware of what you're doing. So you subconsciously, <coughs> excuse me, become competent, you know, because of your awareness of how to change the gear, how to indicate, how to drive, how to, you know, put a clutch up and down, brake and all this. You are aware. So summing it all, it's Very like, true. you Very know, true. you have to be aware, full stop, of, yeah. you know, who you are. In fact, not even who you are or whatever, but just be aware of your presence, full stop. Because in awareness, you will be able to now identify those four states within yourself, whether you're unconsciously incompetent. That's why somebody, <clears throat> if I was to put someone who has never driven a car before in their life, but they are aware of this fact, they wouldn't jump into a car and try and get on the motorway. Most of us are aware of that fact. Do you see what I'm saying? Because we all can very much see, I cannot go in there and be aware of what I'm doing and be unconsciously okay with myself you know so it's awareness because now in you saying you being being aware that you cannot drive that's you being aware of unconscious incompetence right yeah so your desire your spiritual desire to be able to drive and your intellectual knowledge that you know you can learn and your physical ability to know that you can change these things and do whatever you need to learn to learn this you emotionally gear yourself up for all the time that you fail a test. You, you know, you fail the, 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 you know, the written one, the theory test. You know, you practice, you practice, you practice. That perseverance, that faith, that hope that you have already aligned it. You know, that okay, we, I am here. You are aware of those states, mm. but now you are going through them now to achieve what. So you realize that it's, it's like. If I was to draw it up somewhere, you know, let me see if I can draw it up on this paper. If <laughs> if we were to take our our awareness, right? Let me see awareness and realize these four stages that we need to be able to function as we want to be like aligned, right? This is a very weird drawing, but you know, just, <laughs> no worries, man. <laughs> You know, um, right. I don't know if you can see this drawing, right? Yeah. So if we are aware, right, of the four different stages that we need to be aligned, you know, mm -hmm. into one, into, you know, doing, being in our way, actually like, you know, seeing as a, so you are seeing that there is four stages that you need to basically synthesize into one. So that you can be unconsciously aware, you know, I'll, I'll try and get a better drawing on that. But, you know, you think to yourself, that's that's literally it. You are aware of the four stages of what you need to do to accomplish what you want to be. And I love that. I love that. But uh, I wrote it down. 
I also think like it comes back, most things we actually speak about, thinking about it, it's coming back around full circle because we've done the episode before around like the inner work. And I think even with like self-love, like it's part of like that inner work, you know, it's part of leading from in to out and not from out to in um, because you're building like that house, right? You're caring for yourself and then you're leading kind of with that to serve and go out there, you know, go out there and, you know, serve other people, um, and be that leader or just, you know, just being a human being ultimately um, and serve others and help others, support others, etc. So I actually think like it's part of the inner work as well. I don't know your thoughts on that. Yeah, I think it is. It's, it's always, I mean, you're always working from, from within yourself anyway. Mm. I don't know how, uh, how what, well, what means me, yeah. what no, for you. Mm. Um, yeah, go on. No, sorry. I, I, I was just, just going to say, I think a lot of people actually live like the other way around. You know, I think a, a lot of people live not from that inner space, you know, or, or inner place, sorry. And I think, you know, us having these type of conversations will hopefully help with that. But, um, yeah. Um, to, to just respond to what you just said now, like, look at it like this next time. Like, you're right. When you see yourself living from people and things and outside influence and you feel like when you get home you're actually running away from things and getting some space to yourself then you are having that reverse order you are living from outside in but if you can wake up in the morning and just fill yourself up first right mm -hmm. just breathe and realize you have woken up this greatness of your being who's about to do just greatness upon everything that you do today you know and just feel play your favorite song just Get yourself into that mood. When you open the door, then you are able to what? I, I, impose your own will, impose your own intention without, you know, any, uh, you know, disregard to anybody's uh, ways and everything. And like you say, it then becomes a, a self, it becomes a self-reflective and introspective first, you know, and then you can go out into the, rest of the world and actually share what you have found within mm. here first so yeah man you're right man it's it's actually having that inner work first deeply and then you can go out there and do work without having a sense of because when you don't know where you're coming from within yourself when you go out there you're easily influenced and you just go up and down like you know just taken by the wind of things out there because there's mm. so much, that's energy. People's energy are going up and down. And if you don't know exactly what your energy is intending to do wherever you are, if you are not aware of what you're competent of, it's it's very difficult now. And it becomes a very unaligned life. Like when yeah. you're at home, you feel a different sense to yourself. But when you're out there, you feel like you have no hold of that self. Mm. And you just are succumbing to everything else around you but you want to switch that and actually have a knowledge and a sense of self and then be able to say no and yes to the things that are aligned to what self and the inner work that you've done that does not like, you know, trample on your house. Would you go out and invite somebody who's going to trash your house? No. You know, but if you just went out without really caring for how your house is, you are more susceptible to be just, you know, inviting anybody in and doing whatever else anybody wants. But if you know exactly what you want in your house, how you want it and what you want, you wouldn't just let people come in and out. You know what I mean? And yeah. that's it, man. 
Absolutely, man. Um, what was you going to ask me before I interrupt? I was going to say yes. Like, what? When then did you? When did you realize that I need to now work on these um, incompetent states that I have, like to become a place, to be at a place where I'm actually just okay with myself, you know, and actually do what I want and do what I love. What? What? What gave you that push? I guess. Hmm. Um, I don't think for me, like there were. Like, sorry. Like to say no. Sorry. Yeah. It's like to say you know to just realize that you actually love yourself. I guess. Let me just clarify. Ha. So that is a continuous journey. I think. I don't think like there's a defining moment or a moment that I can pinpoint. It was like, like boom. You know. I just think it's the, the like the continuous journey of being curious and just trying to learn. And ultimately, like, accomplish that goal of a better version of myself. Mm. You know, so, like, just just the journey, ultimately, like, I don't know if that answers your question, but, like... Let me rephrase yeah. the question, yeah. I, I get you. It's a continuous mm. journey of self-love, self-awareness, you know. Um, okay, this is the best way I can uh, give an example, right? You know The Matrix, right? The movie The Matrix, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't watched it. <laughs> but um, yeah, I've heard of it. Obviously, know, for those who know, right? What I'm I'm essentially asking you is that there's a moment when this guy called Neo, right? Who's always called you're the one, you're the one, you're the one, you're the one, you're the one who's saving us. Well, but he, as much as he was learning of himself, he was still in a state of confusion, of doubt, of like. Am I really the one? Why does everybody think I'm the one? You know, maybe I'm not the one. You know, but everybody's saying you're the one, right? But it came to a point where there's a time he just said no, you know, and the bullets stopped flying towards him. You know, he stopped the bullets right there and there. You know, that were coming towards him. He he went into a different state of 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 actually, you know what? There's power in that no, you know? There's power in, in actually saying no to somebody who's trying to tell you that you are something that you are not because he knew himself as something else definitely. But the knowledge that he's now finding is leading him to, to understand that he may have a different purpose to this life. Now you think of what we, we talked about so many times in this um, podcast is that we all went through a phase where you didn't know exactly what you wanted. You didn't know exactly what it is that will make you feel alive, make you feel, you know, yourself. Mm -hmm. But the, there is a time when, for me, it was when I began my dreads. Mm -hmm. You know, for me, that's when I said, no. Like, I deserve to actually do something I want to do, you know? And that was a symbol for me to actually say, you know what, you can actually do something your way. You know, you can actually say no to everything else that everybody's trying to tell you, like, let's do this, let's do that, let's do that. At that point in my life, I was just going around. I was just, I would have my thoughts that I wanted to do. But you know what? I would wake up in the morning and my day is just filled with people's desires, people's intentions, people's motives, you know. Yes, it was university and everything like that. But even through that, I had an inner like search of who am I like, but because I didn't have that hold, 
I couldn't say no, you know. I didn't have the strength to say no to others. I didn't have strength to say yes to myself. So, like, my so question... Yeah, sorry, man. So, just so I kind of get the question. So, for yeah. you, you had, like, a... Def- so, did you have a moment where you had that realisation? It's more of, like, a period. Yeah, well, yeah, because, <laughs> like, that's the same for me. Like, I, I can't pinpoint a moment where kind of that happened but for me again i'll I'll come back to the journey because it's the journey of then developing the confidence and like the self-esteem and then learning more of kind of the mindset behind it and just like having that like calm assured confidence in myself that then i would start off saying just using an example that you gave start off by saying no by like some smaller things and then realize, oh, the world isn't going to end by me saying no, like they're still going to like me or something, you know, and then kind of from there build upon that and then become more assured in saying mm-hmm. no. And then just like continuing to grow kind of into that alongside developing more of like the the vision for where I'm going and for growing together and, and everything that I'm ultimately doing. So again, like I don't think there was like that defining moment. I think like for you, like there was that period of, starting to learn all this stuff and then started to apply it um over time um but needing like that confidence i suppose to start to say no and then starting with like the smaller stuff mm-hmm. yeah. does that make sense and, uh, yeah, is that, yeah. that actually a question i wanted yeah i wanted to draw that out for you for for the audience mm. guess because like what you said it there is not a moment you will not you even mentioned it earlier that there is not going to be a day that you will be finally ready to do it. And, you know, you've got everything, everything set up and everything. But it's it's literally as you feel, wherever you are right now, just be aware and just take an acknowledgement of the, 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 the state you may be, you know. Because it's not about saying, ah, I'm not ready yet. I'll, I'll be ready at some point to do whatever. No, no. It's, it's literally, this is your journey. In you listening to this unorthodox perspective podcast, it does you just trying to just align yourself, mm-hmm. you know. And like you said, it's it's something that goes on and goes on. But you find that you go through a transition where you just now start saying no to the small stuff, and you realize, right. whoa, it grows. You know what I mean? So it's it's like a journey from whatever state you are in, you know into a better version of yourself and i think if we always remember that that's where it's 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 about self-love it's about Mm. remembering that ultimately you also have a very singular journey that you also have to take a step forward once in a while as much as you may walk with others you know in this journey called life you know it's not always no to everyone or yes to everyone but remember yourself i guess that's what we're trying to say with self-love and self-awareness remember yourself you know yeah and i think you know for me like my final thing kind of or one of the final things we're on this would be like that whole thing of when you say yes to somebody else make sure you're not saying no to yourself um because i think like that comes into what you kind of finished on there was about like i think when people say yes to somebody else like, they forget themselves you know mm-hmm. and it's about remembering yourself like who you are and everything um and it comes up to so many other different things that i'm sure actually would be good for future episodes in terms of like values and principles and kind of all these different things because even with that like when you're saying yes to somebody else and saying no to yourself like you could be saying no to like your highest values and principles to the whole kind of self-love self-care thing and there's so many other different areas ultimately so 
um, that would be like my final kind of thing on this. Um, it's kind of make sure you're not saying no to yourself ultimately. Um, and yeah, just go out there and um, every day, you know, it's like that mindset of how can I become better, you know, and that self-love is, is a part of that process. So, so yeah, man, that would be my kind of final thoughts on this. Um, I don't know if you, do you have any final thoughts? Um, my final thought would be a mantra I always use okay. is that keep learning, keep growing and keep changing. You know, yeah. that's something I've always, uh, I always say to myself, like, okay. just keep learning, keep growing and keep changing. Cause that's Amazing. what it is. You, you have to, you have to, that's it, man. Wow. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know post the other day uh, and it was like, if you're not continuously, what was it? Um, yeah. If you're not growing spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally, financially, like what the, what the fuck are you doing with your time? Because growing in these areas is really the only thing to like focus on and do, you know. It's and it's like what you say, like that learning, that growing, that evolving, that changing. If people aren't doing that, I, sometimes I wonder what are they doing with their time. <laughs> you know, it's like anyway, different topic maybe. But um, Leroy, thank you so much for joining me today, man. Um, just, just real quick, where can you mentioned the blog post? So that where is that? Um, that's faith, health, and wealth online.com. And that's in our blog section or in the health section. We've got okay. different sections. But yeah, man. Cool. So, guys, I will link that down below in the comment section, um, comment uh, description section. So, check that out. Um, and Leroy and myself will be back next week. I think next week, man, we have a guest. So, uh, Karen. Um, Karen Hawkins, I believe. So, that will be a good conversation. He's all, he's all about fitness um so we're narrow we haven't touched on really yet but but yeah man i will look forward to that episode uh guys have a great week and talk to you next week hey guys thank you so much for tuning into this episode of unorthodox perspectives if you liked today's episode on this show please subscribe and leave a comment below all relevant links for today's episode of the podcast can be found in the description so please check them out and we will be back next week with another episode until then have, Have an, an awesome, awesome week. week.